We kick off hour number two. All phone calls brought to you on the Big Orange Philly phone lines. Check out Big Orange Phillies in halls. Lunch, dinner, hang out, watch the game. Anybody going to the game tomorrow? Nope. Hmm. Okay. What's the get-in price, Chris? It's five bucks How am I, Georgia, am I supposed to right? know that? Like, right look up. Like, you're usually the ticket price guy. Hmm. Usually the ticket guy. I wouldn't want to take that away from you. <laughs> 865-546-8200 if you want to weigh in. We got uh, Matt on the horn up next. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out. What's up? What up? I got you on earbuds. Does this sound okay? Sounds yeah. okay. Yeah, fine. All right, sweet. I, I feel like I can hear you guys better. Go oh, okay. Um, is Kelly Harper the Ron Zook of uh, of uh, women's basketball here in Tennessee? Uh, like following a legend, kind of winning, but not really that great. Was Zook the higher right after Spurrier? Yeah, yeah, I he was, so. wasn't he? He was. Or was Charlie? Or was Charlie Strong? Wasn't Charlie Strong there for like an interim? Maybe that was was. I don't remember. No, you're right. It was Zook. No, it was Zook in 02. Then we beat him in 03. No, he was 304. Yeah, but he still. I think Zook still had. He still won some big games. Still had a winning record, and you know, but never really got him anywhere. And they pulled that trigger within, you know, three years. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, Zook, Zook was good at getting the talent. That's for sure. Yeah, it's just it's to me. Look, I don't have a dog in the fight because I could care less about women's basketball. To be honest with you, uh, but I, I want them to win. And if if I, I'm shocked that more women's basketball fans aren't more vocal about her not succeeding at a faster rate. I mean, it, I think she's had plenty of time, and they still aren't on that pinnacle what Tennessee women's basketball should be, and that's to win SEC championships and national championships. That's what your program's built to do. Well, Holly, Holly, Holly that, didn't make the Sweet 16 her last three years. Then there was no postseason, and then they made the Sweet 16 last year. So she's already eclipsed anything Holly did, you know, once things started going off the rails there. So I, I think I think people are just – they're kind of in There's a wait a little, and see. Yeah. And – if you do say, "Hey, I don't think Kelly Harper's the person," then you're going to get you know a portion of that fan base just come out after and just ready to like you know yeah murder you you know well they, well they can but I'm sure that you know people were probably like let's give Ron Zook more time in Florida at the time there was a, probably a portion of the fan base that said that yeah there was a portion of the fan base here that wanted to keep Buzz Peterson because he was nice right yep state run radio wanted to keep Butchie around for another year they want to keep Derek Dooley. Yeah, there's a lot of idiots out there. Is basically what I'm saying. I would agree. You know? Yeah, I think it's different because she played here. Like Ron Zook played at Miami, so like the minute you don't do well at Florida and you played for Miami, it's like, all right, get this guy out of here. Well, and 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 year one, there was no no tournament. They would have made it. Year two, it was they got bounced in the second round. Year three, last year they went to the Sweet Sixteen. So I think until there's like a holy crap, we lost in the first round or. You know, we, we're on, you know, whatever. Or just uh, perpetual kind of second-round exits. The people are just kind of – nobody wants to be overly well, vocal. Is, Nate, unless it's different, I don't, I don't know women's basketball that well. But I thought that, you know, like the Sweet 16 was just like not that – and that's kind of like making the round of 32 or the tournament for women's basketball. Like you should – Tennessee, I, 
the expectation should have always been like, hey, look, this is a top 10 program easily in women's basketball. Therefore, you ought to be like an elite, elite eight program or whatever. It seems to me like the round of 16 is just a weak benchmark. And maybe, maybe from where they're at, it's not. I'm not trying to throw shade on where they've, because they've been obviously through some downturns. I'm just, you know, I just guess it kind of shocks me that I look back at Tennessee football in the year, in the early 2000s when it was like, I remember conversations of, hey man, we're, we should be in an SEC championship every three years and playing for a natty every five or six. You know, that was where, that's where we were. And obviously our expectations over the years have dropped. I'm with you. I don't want to see Tennessee women's basketball do that. I don't want to, I think you said it great a minute ago. I hate to see them turn into UCLA. I don't want them to, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't well, – I mean, they, they – It's it'll be interesting to see what Danny White does if if it – if you're not, you know, at that level after another year or two. And yeah. Like, how fast does he pull the trigger at all? And then, you know, his hiring kind of pattern for other sports has been, you know, find the up-and-comer, and he's been pretty good at it. But does that work for yeah. the Lady Vols? I don't – I mean, that's – That'd be a tough sell to a program who has tried the top lieutenant route, who has tried the one of our own route. If he gets some like hot young coach who but from some smaller school that doesn't have a connection to Tennessee and just I mean, I think people will be it'll be they'll be on a knife edge there, like ready for that person to perform quickly. I wonder yeah. I wonder if where the Lady Vol program, like the history it has there, if that might be one where he swings, you know, Swings the for the fences, especially because you don't have to pay a women's coach. It's just it's it's not the same as like your football coach. You know, it's you're not paying somebody nine million dollars, right? To right. Come coach women's basketball. She's not even making a million, is she? No, I don't know. I mean, it you you know would, would he would he try to just go after a coach that people might say wouldn't even come and just try and really overpay? I don't know. Who would that be? Like South Carolina's coach? Yep. You know, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you, I think I feel like this game Saturday, guys, is starting to get. I feel like the traction gaining later in the week. Do you guys feel that way? The hype. Oh yeah. Tomorrow should week, tomorrow should be great. Talking like, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I, we were in the earlier in the week. I was a little worried, even calling you guys. It seemed like we were all a little down. But I feel like tomorrow it's pretty. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like it's got. I think I feel like it's going to be a good atmosphere. I think having the UConn game last night, having that now out of the way, I think that kind of opens up a lot of more people to kind of get really amped up for this one. Check this out, Matt. Just uh, going back, Kelly Harper makes one million dollars. Don Staley at South Carolina makes three. Whew, Pay three million. Three million. Imagine, imagine if wow. we were like, yeah, Josh Hoppel makes nine, and the, and the you know the guy we want makes twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I mean three is, times the I, amount. That that is shocking to me. I'm not trying to bring sexism into it, but you can't tell me that. What they probably bring in three million in basketball revenue for women's sports in South Carolina, don't they? I mean, they can't make that much money to pay her that much. It's not that much of a profitable sport. Our basketball program for women has to bring in almost more than anybody, maybe other than UConn. So I can see paying somebody. You well, know, well, that's what. That's what's shocking, Matt. I mean, I'm from South Carolina. Like, it is, it is a poor place. Like, 
the the reason they pay her three million dollars is because it's the one program that they can be like we're the best at. I mean, it's painful. I mean, the you yeah. think South Carolina football's been bad? Look at the basketball. They hadn't. They've made one tournament in the last twenty years. They did go to the Final Four, but like they don't even make the NCAA tournament in men's basketball. So when they have a women's coach that wins a couple of natties, they're like, take it out of the football budget. We don't care. Like, yeah, she's making yeah, what two you. mil less than Beamer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's- that's funny, funny, dude. That is hilarious. They kind of did the All same right, thing guys. with baseball too. Like it's, like, yeah, you just it's something. Yeah. It's something they can have that they can sell season football tickets to because that's where they really, you know, yeah. that's where any any SEC program makes money. Thanks for the call, Matt. Yeah. All right, yeah. I guess the difference is though when when the Lady Vols were rolling under Pat, like they did make they money. made money. Yeah, one of two programs in the country that made mm-hmm. money like for that sport. Like it was. It was Connecticut, and it was Tennessee. Just just the women's basketball program at Connecticut. The women's athletic department, when they were split, made a profit at Tennessee. The only other one to do it was Texas. Mm. There were like three women's basketball programs in the country that made money. It was UConn, Tennessee, and Texas. Like the fan base is here. Like if 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 she gets if she were to get that thing rolling, like it you know, so a couple a million million years, nothing. Women or Gino. I don't mm. think Gino makes as much as you would think. No, I just wasn't sure. Like, I mean, that's got to be the highest right there. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. What's he make? You got a number? <laughs> oh, you're looking at the same thing I'm at. Base base salary is 600000 Six. But he makes wow. an additional 2.2 with media obligations, consulting, and spe- well, that Well, then that's not from Connecticut then. Speaking, consulting, and media obligations would not be through the university. So he makes six hundred thousand dollars a year at yes. Connecticut, and is probably a mid to high level public speaker if he's any good. Uh, Brad tweets in and says South Carolina's women's basketball coach is making the same as Mississippi State's new head football coach. She's the highest paid. I did. She has that. to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mulkey, Mulkey's second. What is she, she making two it? Two and a half. Okay. One in stripes tweets in and says two point eight for Gino. Yeah, that's with his with yeah, everything. Yeah, and and I don't know the, the the university probably helps him set all that up. So there's yeah, some, could be there's some overhead and stuff there, but huh? That's interesting. Yeah, there's an article saying the Florida women's coach Finley is going to get three point seven million dollar contract. That's over the life of the contract, not you know you know what I mean? Yeah, like okay. Yeah, don't don't search how much does Gino make per year because then you get Gino Smith salary info. That's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> type type in Luigi. <laughs> we'll come back with more. It's his real name anyway. Next. In the Prague's podcast. Good I think yeah. we're all taking $100 on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a smart play. <sighs> yeah, there was an article that was the first WNBA coach to exceed a million dollars. So, pretty sure Don Staley is the uh, most well-paid women's basketball coach on the planet. Easily. Yeah. Her total contract is like $27 million. What did Pat make when she was here? 
Man, I remember when Bruce had that big first year. He got bumped to like 1.1, and that's that was the first time she got over a million. I think by the time she was done, she was making like 1.3, 1.4. No, she got uh, almost a two. It's oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the back-to-back championships probably bumped her up pretty quick. Um, an article from like, oh, from last year said if you adju- adjusted Pat's pay for inflation, she would have been like two point four. Okay, like her last year or something. So now that's like seven million dollars, you know, in the last year with inflation. You know, hmm. the eggs are a million dollars. So yeah, I mean, like if Kelly doesn't work out, what like what do you do? You just you just be like, we're the Lady Vols, blank check. Go get somebody. Or do you do you let Danny White swing I, the bat at, you know, the latest and greatest mid-major Cinderella coach? Carol Lawson has Duke at 18-2. and two. Okay. But do you try the former player route again? She well, seems that's like in- a UConn homer, too, ever since she left UT. What? I swear, like Kara Lawson? Yeah, she always would annoy me on the broadcast when I'd see her on there. What the hell are you talking about? She'd always hype up UConn. Well, yeah, if you're talking women's basketball, though, it's like. Well, it's probably just because she's trying not to sound like a homer. She probably overdid it. It's like when you coach your own kid on the baseball team and you're harder on him than the other kids, you know. Yeah, Hickman, I'm sure you watch so much women's basketball that you have a really great grasp of how how big of a UConn homer Carol Lawson was. Was it what was this like one time for two minutes when she had to talk about Connecticut? I watched women's basketball when I was like seven. So you remember what Carol Lawson said about UConn when you were seven years old? Yeah. You're a horrible and terrible liar. I mean, if 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 Kelly, um, <clears throat> you know, does okay for a few years, then you'll know if how Kara's doing at Duke. But you don't want to get caught in that situation where, well, let's say Kara Lawson's the next big thing, right? She's just she, she wins two national championships at Duke. By the time you move on from Kelly Harper and decide you need to make a change, and that then you can't get her. That's what happened with Dawn Staley. Mm-hmm. Like, did Dawn Staley play at South Carolina? No, no. She from there? No, I don't think so. Well, then you have no reason to believe you can't go out there and hire her away. Three million dollars a year—that's pocket change. Danny will find some fundraiser. She played at Virginia, didn't she? I don't know where she. Uh, yes, yeah. Born in uh, Philadelphia. No, I don't know. Like, kind of crazy. That's the one sport kind of struggling right now, right? I mean, <laughs> is, that, is that our worst sport at the moment? I, of the majors, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be, that'll be a different one for Danny White. God. Just a different situation. I feel bad for him in that situation too, because, like. Everybody's going to have such an opinion on who he should go get, mm-hmm. and the minute the decision's made, whenever that ultimate, yeah. assuming of those people get mad, assuming it does happen, just and I'm not saying it will or won't. I'm just saying assuming it does, 
immediately is, how dare he step on our tradition and fire kill? Like, it's just going to be, like, does he have any idea what he might be stepping into with that one? Like, Dave Hart sure as hell didn't. Yeah, he, Danny White hasn't had to do much with the, on the women's side. No, no. I mean, softball, what, Ralph stepped down, Mm -hmm. but Karen's still running it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I can't think of anything else that's, you know, obviously anywhere close to that high profile. But it's 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 different. Hmm. I mean, the closest thing to it would be football. And honestly, we were not impressed with the Josh Eyeball hire. Nope. So, well, yeah, not impressed. Definitely a wait and see. But, like, but at, uh, least, at least we knew that he knew him. At yeah. least we knew. I think that we were kind of frustrated I was really shocked because somebody at UCF said, "I don't think there's any way he would bring Josh Heupel. I don't think they're, I don't think he views him that way." And then when he did, I was like, "Well, at least he knows what the guy's about. At least, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't. It's not like you're just rolling the dice. Like I feel like some of our previous athletic directors have done with coaches. What about that guy from Louisville who was in the mix when we hired Kelly back in the day, being four or five? Is years he still ago. at Louisville? What's his name? Wasn't he? I can picture him. Jeff, somebody? Oh, yeah, younger guy, right? Not really. I mean, not old. But. Like 40s. <coughs> Jeff yeah. Walls. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Walls. I don't know. That's the guy. I do remember his name coming up a lot. Yeah, he's a younger guy. Him, I'm telling you, just Staley. Throw your money around. I think if you want to uh, win, it's Staley. Yeah, I mean, he made the Final Four last year. Yeah. No, he's a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Who's at Mississippi State? They're good, right? Uh, Haven't they won a natty lately? That was the what older is guy, that? Right? Yeah, what is that guy's name? Yeah, I'm he, so bad at this. He's a pretty old dude. It's it's funny watching him. Old dude. Old like, dude. It's, it was funny watching him Sam like, Purcell. celebrate with his players. You know, like it was just because yeah, he does not yeah. like yeah, a yeah, women's job. basketball coach. But, they're yeah, they're good. They've been good. I'm trying to think. So Muffet just retired. Go get Tara Vanderveer from uh, Stanford. Oh, no. I'm kidding. She's a lifer there. I was well, joking. The girl on anyway. the broadcast last night, Lobo, but Peck, wasn't she really good at LSU for a little bit? Or wasn't she? She was, was at she Florida was? for a long time. I can't remember where she I like Carolyn Peck a lot. So Mississippi State hired Louisville's coach? Hmm? Oh, he, he went there from Louisville? Yeah. And then they got Jeff Walls? Yeah. Who's their AD? Pretty good move. I don't know. Wait, Purcell's only been there this last year. Is that right? Did they get rid of that guy? So had, I think we're thinking of Vic Schaefer, who was there from 12 to 20. Who, who was tw- 221 and 62. Uh, who yeah, is, Purcell who, is definitely at state now. He's the he's the one that took them to the. Vic uh, went to Texas. Yeah. Okay. So he's at Texas now. There you go. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Vic. He's the one that had Mississippi State in the final, and then went back when to they the beat Elite. Connecticut, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then lost to South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy you're thinking of. He's actually not that old. He's 61. I mean, you know, whatever. But yeah, he. So they. So he went to Texas. Don Walls. Yeah. Walls. Staley? Is that the way to go? Where'd you say Staley was from? 
Philadelphia. Ah, spent a lot of time on the playground. Played at Virginia. Okay, Hickman, that was really bad. Oh, that's who I want. Was I supposed to get that joke? On the playground where mm-hmm. I spend most of my day. Oh, gosh, okay. Yeah, what if we go get Van Chancellor? Is How do you the, feel about old Van Chancellor? Is that the guy who was at Georgia? No, that's Andy Landers. Yeah, Andy Landers. Van Chancellor so did Peck TV, and he was at LSU title, for a while. Won a title at Purdue, then sucked at Florida. No, that's <laughs> right. Uh, I'm just looking at their Wikipedia. The, I think the year after, after we went undefeated, uh, that might be the she we played them in like game two or something, and they beat us. And it was, was like, oh, Carolyn Peck, Carolyn Peck. Yeah, then she went to Florida. I think it was Florida right after Purdue. Florida. Well, she stopped after she won the title. She sat out. Did she get? She sat out for like three years and then went to Florida. She, did she go to the WNBA? Team. Oh, maybe she did. Just says head coaching record, but it may just be. Oh, yep, she did. She went to Orlando. That's what I thought. Yeah, she was in Orlando, did decent, and then got the yeah. job at Florida, and she was okay at Florida. Um, five hundred at Florida. She was under five hundred. Seventy-two and seventy-six. Last Yikes. season. Oh seven, so she was not. I like I like Carolyn Peck a lot. Andy Landers is from Tennessee. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed it. From Friendsville. Hmm. F- really? Mm-hmm. Graduated in 1970 and then went to Tennessee Tech. Peck's he got his head coaching, or not his head coaching, but he got his co- coaching career started at Roan State. I want to be very clear right now. We are not searching for Kelly Jolly Harper's replacement. We are simply looking at coaches in women's college basketball. It is not time to make a change. We are simply combing the desert for uh, candidates, checking out age, success, he was, pedigree, he where they were Vince born. Vince Dooley's first hire as an AD. Landers was? Yep. Huh. Okay. Andy Landers, see, Gino and Pat hated each other. Her and Andy Landers were friends, but had like media, like almost like fake beef. Mm -hmm. I mean, they did some stuff that probably pissed the other one off, but they were they were friends. Do you know MTSU's in the top twenty-five? I did. Yeah, I saw someone saying uh, that that would be a good good selection. Oh, you want to? Who's that? I don't know, Nate. Okay, sorry. Well, we got some time. I think we got some time. The women's. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, hang, well, on, right. hang on. Oh, it's Rick Ensel. Seriously? Yep. Where's Wait, his son that, now? Is that the Shelbyville guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, grassroots guy, huh? Oh, yeah. Matt, his son Matt's on the staff. All Matt right. Ensel. Huh. I knew him back in the day. Well, you want to keep get, it get that bearded coach. That'd be a pretty big step. <laughs> Justin Underwood, sign him up. Never know. Look at what he did with that program. Imagine if he could recruit. Nate, Nate knows. <laughs> we we got an in. He needs a good foundation builder first. You know, set the stage. <laughs> we'll I know. I know a guy. We'll come back with more. Stick with us. Right here on three. Now next, we'll run down the SEC Big Twelve schedule for you tomorrow. Tons of great games. NFL playoffs as well. Tons to get into on this Friday edition of the program. Stick with us. More phone calls as well.
Hour two continues. Fast break Friday edition of the program. It is three and out alongside Houston Crest. I'm Nate Hodges. We got Adam and Brett as well. Back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines we go. Uh, Philly, the one and only, is up next. What's up, Phil? You're on three and out. Good morning, Joe. Morning, morning, Philly. I enjoyed your uh, women's basketball segment. Turned in a whole hour. I know. It's uh, I learned stuff I didn't know. Oh, good. Huh. Like what? We aim to inform. Well, you're get all the salaries of the women's basketball coaches. I, I, I got to admit, I was pretty stunned when you read Don Staley's. Like, Gino making 2.2, okay, yeah. Don Staley, that quickly to be, what'd you say, 3 what? Uh, 3.1? It started at 2.9, and it goes to 3.5 over the seven years of the $27 million Woo! contract. Hmm. Well, I'm glad she's down there. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Well, I mean, just... Yeah, that's just all we're paying for a women's basketball coach. Do they, do they draw uh, big crowds down there? Uh, I mean, for them, maybe. I, I mean, I doubt they're profitable as a as a team. What was the crowd last night? How big was it last night? Uh, um, hang on one second, I'll tell you. It was not full, but it was yeah. it was a good crowd. It definitely wasn't full. The upper ends of the upper deck were. Uh, like bare bones yeah, empty, like yeah. like empty, empty. Let's see. Well, here. that just shows you how much the program is uh, falling. Uh, mm-hmm. That would have been full if it's back in, and they were really good. Yeah. Let's see. Last night, announced attendance was. Oh my God. Thirteen thousand eight hundred. Which is that's, that's it, it's kind of crazy. Like that's a good that's a it's a great women's crowd. But yeah, like if that had been Pat versus Gino, that's a sellout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Well, he's the king of women's basketball. I don't doubt about it. Yeah, him. Look, he's he's a jerk, but that guy can flat out coach him. I mean, he gets the players. He I don't know exactly what his style is, but he gets them all to buy into exactly what they're supposed to do. They play hard. They play with an edge. And I was just, I was just amazed at how well they shot the ball. And like sometimes you have good shooters who miss shots. They took good shots in rhythm. They made their shots. Uh, they didn't force much. And then the stuff he was drawing up to get them just wide open. Not even like layups under the basket. Like attacking lanes to the basket. I mean he he drew up some great stuff last night. Uh, Philly, this is from 2017-18. So this is even before. This is at, like as Don was winning the first one, I guess, or in in route to that maybe. South Carolina led the country in women's basketball attendance at thirteen thousand two thirty nine. Well, we had thirteen huh. eight last night. Yeah, for one game. This is their average. No, I know, I know. I'm just yeah. saying, like if that's we were, if we were good, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that that's that might be most of the building full. Uh, Connecticut was second with ten thousand. Tennessee that year averaged eight thousand seven seventy eight. Hmm. Yeah. Well. It's interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens if uh, I don't think she, this girl without now coaching is that great of a recruiter. And uh, you're looking at two girls that they're leading the SEC. They're, 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 they both can recruit well. And, uh, of course, you know Gino's going to get anybody he wants. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing that forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well... Hopefully, uh, R.W. talking about Carol Lawson is uh, a replacement. 
Y'all hear that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a name that's been thrown around. We mentioned her earlier. She's got Duke at 18-2 and two right now. One of those losses was to Connecticut. I'm not sure what the score was. I'll be able to tell you that here in just a second. Um, let's see. They lost to UConn. No, they... Oh, gosh, now i got to find it. 78-50. Uh, to 50. So they actually lost by more than the Lady Vols did last night. Um I think they're still eighteen and two. I think they played. Did Genoa have four players out last night? Say that again. I'm sorry, Phil. I missed it. Did Genoa have four starters out last night? Uh, He definitely had two. He had like maybe their two best players were out. He played seven girls, but the bench only got eleven minutes total. So his starting five played all but eleven minutes of the available two hundred. Yeah. Well. They should have pressed UConn the whole game. I mean, they tried oh, press them uh, at times. I, of course, Tennessee's uh, Simmons girls have a lack of uh, quickness, and that's part of the reason they couldn't do it. Yeah, th- I like the idea of going to the press. There was the one time where they it looked like they maybe could have gotten a ten second call, but I, I just thought UConn was way too fast last night. They could beat the press off the dribble. And then we'd trap, and they'd be able to pass out of it. And then the problem with that is, once you've trapped and get passed out, then you're you know you're down in yeah, transition. Yeah. And they were they're really good at making that one extra pass to the basket and getting a layup. Do y'all have the line for the ball game tomorrow? I have not seen it yet. Have you seen one, Hickman? Usually those come. Right the, it'll probably come out later tonight, or maybe uh, maybe tomorrow. I do know that according to. The matchup predictor, Tennessee, has like a 76% chance of victory tomorrow. Uh, it's up to 84.6 now. Holy cow. Really? Yeah, 84.6% chance of victory tomorrow, according to ESPN Analytics. Uh, no well, line on that game yet. I was guess about four and a half. I, I, I think it's a dangerous game. I, I think that uh, Texas is more talented than Kentucky, and Kentucky coming in on I've I've been I don't yeah, want I mean, I don't want to say away. blown away, but I've with Texas losing their head coach and to be able to kind of hold that together and play some really good basketball in the meantime, I've been pretty impressed. Uh, last Who year, their assistant coach. Oh, we we read his name. He was yet. he was there Rodney with Rick Terry, Barnes. That, yeah, Rodney Terry, Rodney Terry, Terry yeah. something like that. Yeah, really. Yeah, wow. he was there when Rick Barnes was there. He's been there the, just the whole time. So he's going to have him scouted to a T <laughs> tomorrow is what we're saying, well, right? I mean, he would have been there whether Chris, even with Chris Beard as the head coach. Yeah. Like, these are pretty much the same two teams that played last year in Texas for the most part, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, take off Kennedy league. Chandler from our team. Yeah. I know they, they did have Tyrese Hunter. Somebody. Yeah. They got a transfer from Iowa State that we wanted in the transfer portal, uh, the point guard. Yeah, yeah. Tyrese Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, so – we also got Dylan DeSue, the Vanderbilt transfer, who has really found his role there, kind of. You know, he didn't do much at Vanderbilt when he was there, but mm-hmm. he's averaged like eight points now. Looks like Marcus Carr's their go-to guy. Oh, yeah, he's averaging like 18 a game. Mm-hmm. He's dropped 20-plus tw- several times. So is Eagler. Got yeah. his hands full. You think ZZ Top uh, is Tennessee's best player? He's their most important player. Yeah. I don't know if he's best, but definitely the kind of the MVP. We don't have anybody else that can. We have one point guard on the whole roster, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, they going to rectify that next year? I mean, they signed two guys and they're both what combo guards? Yeah. I mean, we thought B.J. Edwards would be the point, but it sounds like they're working him at the two. 
we thought we'd have Yuri Collins this year is what the initial plan was. Of course, you know, he was set to commit to us. I don't know if there's a little tampering going on there, but we had the Sug- back off. Suggested tampering, yeah. Uh, that kid's the best point guard, one of the best point guards in the country, may be the best. You think that's still go after him? Because he, he, he could be, he qualify for another year. Uh, you know, he's not going to the NBA. It's, it is worth a shot. You at least put the. But if you go for your point zero. guard, what's hap- what happens to Ziegler in that? If you, can upgrade, if you can upgrade, you upgrade. I mean, I feel like, I don't I mean, know. Just play together. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, we need a second point guard. Like, getting another one won't hurt. Zakai's still going to get his minutes. You never have enough, do you? Nope. Not at that position. Well, it's been interesting learning uh, all this uh, new basketball talk this morning. It's kind of got my, my head puzzled. See you. <laughs> See you, Philly. Thanks for the call. I uh, found the numbers from last year. Uh, South Carolina averaged twelve thousand two sixty eight. That was that led the country. Iowa State, Hickman was second. The nine, little fans there names nine thousand five sixty seven, and Tennessee was eighth at seven thousand four seventy seven. Eighth in the country for lady for women's basketball attendance. Home games that's rough. Yikes! Yeah, uh, Louisville was fourth. If you thinking about Jeff Balls. Maybe it's time, you know, eventually, when, if, if that needed to be. Two more years, right? Like, that's it. I mean, it felt, it just, it felt weird just pulling up the score and not seeing a number beside their name. You know, I mean, that just doesn't, that doesn't happen. Yeah, to find the game, I just have to go to the rankings and click UConn and scroll down to the game on the schedule. Yuri Collins, number one in the country in assist rate. Interesting. I think he's got like four games over 15-plus assist, two games over 20 maybe, something like that. Are you just making this up? So our no. 2023 guys are the 6'11 center, J.P. Estrella. Uh, it's a 6'4 shooting guard, Cameron Carr. And then we've got the Cade Phillips power forward, 6'9, 200 pounds. And Freddie DeLeon, who enrolled oh, early. Yeah, he's already here. So Yeah, Yuri Collins crest his best game. He had four points, 20 assists, and eight rebounds. Okay. That's uh, a distributor. He also had a 2.15 rebound game with six boards. Yeah, this guy, oh my gosh. I, I don't even know why I look at this. It just makes me mad. Or sad, really. I went through and watched his season highlights the other day. Wouldn't why? recommend. Because I was just thinking about what could have been, you know. Okay. Uh, for comparison, Zakai Ziegler's assist rate is 43rd in the country. What? We don't have to talk about Zakai. Like, we just need another point I, I know. Guard. I'm just comparing stats here. Okay. I mean, All Zakai's right. fine. Final segment. Hour two next. Final segment, hour number two. Big, big game tomorrow. Yeah, Philly actually like we just think we're going to win it. I mean, this is a coin flip, right? Yeah. This is this is not I – mean, this is a big one. I just hope everybody just Top takes a second to appreciate this big matchup tomorrow. I mean, it's rare in college basketball. No, no. Like, I mean, like – 
top ten matchup. Yeah. Out of conference, you mm-hmm. got the added storyline of Rick Barnes. You know, his old stomping it's, grounds. You don't you don't get this a lot in college basketball, okay. and like college game day only does like what like ten eight game days a year. Mm. So, so the guy who wants the coach fired and hates the point guard is telling everyone that. to soak it in. Maybe we've changed him, Chris. Just give the give the kid a chance. First of all, I never said I hate Zakai. I never said Rick Barnes needs to be fired. Yeah, you kind of did. No. Well, let's give you uh, the numbers on Texas. They are good. It's a good team. Mm-hmm. They're ninth in the Kim Palm with, under the ratings. They're tenth in the polls. They have won their last two in Big 12 play, of course. Uh, they've won five of their last six, uh, and they only have three losses on the season. They're 17-3 and three overall. Uh, their losses are to Illinois in overtime, uh, Kansas State 116-103 to 103 in regulation. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm not sure how that game happened. That gives me a little bit of hope that their defense might not be very good. Well, they locked us down last year. They lost we were better. Uh, they lost to Iowa State uh, January 17th, 78-67. Uh, their last two games have been a win over West Virginia, 69-61, a win over Oklahoma State, 89-75. Uh, other big wins on the season for them, Gonzaga, they beat them in week uh, in the third game of the season. They also beat uh, Creighton back when uh, they were <coughs> better on December 1st. Um, and in conference, they've beaten TCU, who's a really good team, and uh, – you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State uh, as well. So they are 12th in the country in offensive efficiency. So, you know, if, if for people that are wondering how good Tennessee's defense can be, you know, the last few SEC teams we played have had really bad offenses. So it's maybe if that's kind of uh, skewed our numbers a little bit, this is a, a, a really good test to see if Tennessee's defense and those numbers, how good it's been, holds up against a much better offensive team. Mm-hmm. Texas defense is 26 in the country, so it's it's not that bad on the season. But they have had games where they've uh, allowed a lot of points. Most of those games they've won because they've scored, you know, in the 90s. But I mean, they beat Gonzaga 93-74. They beat uh, they scored 100 points a couple times and rolled up some big numbers against some bad teams. Obviously, that's not that impressive, but. Um, they're great shooting the ball, especially from two. 14th in the country shooting from two. 30 per, uh, 30th in the country overall at 54%. Uh, they're just average, slightly below average, actually, shooting 33.4% from three-point range. And uh, on the defensive end, they're not they're average at allowing three-point percentage. They're, they're better at defending the two. So, um, so we're going to come out and start shooting a bunch of threes. Yeah. Might might be it. Um, they don't take a lot of th- they don't take a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. They're trying to attack the basket and and uh, score more inside. I think we like that, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, is Mar- are Marcus Carr and Tyrese Hunter their two guards? Yes. Are they going to give us? Um, are they going to give us trouble? Like. With their quickness, I mean, obviously Zakai is usually the quickest guy on the court. Tyrese Hunter is a little, <clears throat> but he's a little flash. He's quick. That's what Nate was asking. Well, how are we going to match up? <laughs> I think is Ziegler going to guard Carr, who's listed as a point guard. 
I would or think so. Do we switch that up? What's well, we switch everything anyway? Uh, well, that it plows it. I think I'd like him on Hunter better. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's shorter. Hunter's shorter. Car's only six two though, right? Maybe he's quick. Yeah, Hunter's, Hunter's only six, six foot. foot. That'll be that will be a good matchup if that's what they end up going with. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm ex- I'm excited to watch it because it's this is. I mean, as much as I like us just taking care of business and you know beating the bad SEC teams, like other than the Kentucky game, we really haven't had a big game in a long time. No. And it feels good to just. It's a slight let off of the pressure that it's not in the SEC, you know? Like the Alabama game is going to feel huge for lots yeah. of different reasons. Yeah. This one's a little different. So, But, uh, yeah, Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen are their two major contributors, according to, like, the Kim Palm numbers. Oh, oh, oh. Ty- Tyrese Hunter uh, would be next. So a pretty guard-oriented team. And uh, you mentioned DeSue, the 6'9", 225-pound senior. He'll get the start at the five. Timmy Allen plays the four. What did we beat so Gonzaga by earlier in the what? in the in that preseason game? Twenty ish. Twenty one. Gonzaga beat him, or excuse me, Texas beat Gonzaga by nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Creighton by five. Illinois by seven. No, they lost to Illinois by seven. Excuse me. Uh, no more common opponents. It's gonna be an interesting game. I guess we'll see. I'm pumped up for it. I'm nervous excited. Yeah. In a good way. Like you said, like there's not a ton of pressure on this game, but it would be a nice resume booster. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, you're already a 1C, but this is one of those things that could help you keep it if you drop one you weren't supposed to later in the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is huge if you want to be a 1. I'm nervous. Why? I don't want to be a pretender here. If you look bad tomorrow, you've gone what? Ever since the Kansas game without beating a respectable opponent? I mean, that's tournament worthy. Beating everyone though, like you beat the crap out of people. I think they broke the season record for most wins by 20 points or more against Georgia. I mean, you haven't had an opportunity since the Kansas game. Well, I mean, you beat Maryland. That's the best yeah. team that was on the schedule. Well, I mean, that you well, that you beat that you beat, yeah. I you mean, you only have the two losses, I guess. It's not like you got like it's not like you've lost every game against anybody good since right. Kansas. You've only played three good teams, and you beat one of them, and you lost the other two, and just where you are. You're gonna get plenty of opportunities down the stretch. Yeah, Hickman. I know this is Texas, Auburn twice, Alabama. You could lose tomorrow and beat Bama, and Kentucky. it's like the Texas game doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just a little unsettling just going into tomorrow. Okay. I mean, they've looked great the last three games out ever since the Kentucky game. That's going to be the question, though, is is there is there kind of like a like a like a curve, like a hill top with our defense and then a great with, offense? With good, yeah, with good teams. But I mean, you lost the Kentucky game because you couldn't score. Yeah, yeah. Jay Billis said that in a yeah. media appearance yesterday. He said. Basically said Tennessee's good enough to win a national championship, but the only thing they have to overcome is those scoring droughts. That's a problem for a lot of teams in college basketball. Mm-hmm. That was the problem they had against Kentucky. Other than that, they don't really have any weaknesses. Did you say you never said you wanted Barnes fired? Never said it. January 5th, 2022. 
I'm over Barnes. Let Danny throw all the money in the world at his buddy Nate Oates. I that, that nothing about firing Rick. I just said I'm over him. Hmm. Let Danny throw all the money in the world at his buddy Nate Oates. Well, did you want Nate to be an assistant? Is that it? You wanted Nate Oates as a Barnes assistant? That okay, that makes sense. He could have been Rick Barnes' OC. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If we bring in a new coach and Rick Barnes just stays on the staff to run the fat camp, you know, make sure we're in really great shape. But then in those key moments when Barnes is like, we're running them today, right, coach? No, Rick, it's it's March 1st, buddy. we gotta we got to taper down here. Okay. Go, go back to your desk over in the on the, on the, on the sideline. really want to find him. Where, I'm trying to think of what he would say. My tweets with Rick Barnes are all over the place. <laughs> We'll come back. More phone calls. Kicking off hour three. We talk. Got to talk about these NFL playoff games as well. AFC NFC Championship weekend. Stick with us on three and out.